0: Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast. Your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from San Francisco Bay, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays on this lovely, lovely first Friday of December 2022, Fresh from the Field Fridays is brought to you by the Produce Industry Podcast and sponsored by Buck, Naked Onions, Aquafruit, the only banana you should buy, Fresh Cravings. That salsa and hummus is so fresh, it's sold in the produce department. London Fruit bringing us delicious, nutritious, tropical mangoes, avocados, limes, Sunrays, the snack with Impact, and Dole Fruit and Vegetable Company. Yes, that's right, folks. It's a lovely day. I'm Dan the Produce Man, and... Today, we have some good December goodies in store for you, and we're going to start off with the Instagram post. Was it Instagram? Maybe it was Instagram, LinkedIn, somewhere. Well, Chris commented his first guess was a comice, but he's going to go with a Concord. And I understand why, Chris, you said Concord, because up in the upper left-hand corner, that pair is the perfect color. In perfect shape of a, of a Concord, but if you look at that picture closely, all three of those pairs are fitting in the palm of my hand practically. Before we get into the variety of the pair, let's get into shapes of pears can be start with flat and round, like a Hasui or a Shinseki or twentieth century Asian pears, similar to that like an apple pear, short and round, conical, I would say that's like a comice, conical, which would be like a Bartlett or a D'Anjou, Pyriform. now pyroform would be like Bosker Concord, oblong barrel. that's a good one, oval, and long pyroform, like the conference pear. Now, I, I don't know, I'm looking at a chart here, and I think this actually includes peri pears now peri pears are not pears you'll find in the store to buy and take home and eat peri pears are ornamental but they have a further use there are several varieties of peri pears and they're used to make cider and juice you don't want to eat these pears you can't eat these pears they'll break your teeth they're woody but they're great for making pear cider so Perry pears. I think this chart includes some of the perry pears because I've seen perry pears that are oval and weird shaped. But what I did was, I was in a local produce market here in the Bay Area, Monterey Market in Berkeley. I went to this pear display. I picked up three of the oddest shape pears for this specific variety. And the variety is the Forel. and that's why they're so small. The Pharrell pear or Pharrellenbrine, also known as the Trout pear, uh, forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Truite and Karel. Now these are the names for the Pharrell pear, which believed to originated in Germany right around northern Saxony, but the Truite was also mentioned in 1670 in French literature. So it was popularized in the early 1800s. It was sent to Van Mons in Belgium, from Belgium to London, described in 1824 from London Scions, dispatched to the president of Mass Horticultural Society, distributed internationally. Germany's best-known pear and enduringly popular over all of Northern Europe. The name derives, and I'm reading from The Book of Pears, The Definitive History Guide to Over 500 Varieties by Joan Morgan. And what she's saying here, and these are in her notes actually, is that Germany's best-known pear and enduringly popular all over Northern Europe. The name derives from its striking speckled appearance due to the prominent deep pink lenticle dots on the flesh, which were thought to resemble the markings of the belly of a trout. Its sweet, juicy, melting white flesh that best sugary, lightly perfumed. And that's true. It's an amazing pair. Pharrell pears are in the store. They're small. And uh, I always I, I always like this pair along with the seckle pear, which is probably my favorite small pear. I think these two pears have a very sweet cinnamony flavor to them. And you can find them in, well, grocery stores that specialize in fresh produce and obviously produce markets as well. So Pharrell pears, they're in the stores now. All right. I also picked up macoon apples. Here, you know, let's let's just step into the produce department of this store right now, okay? Let's look around and see what we have in the store. Okay, well, you know, they're playing Christmas music in the store, but that's okay. Um, it's the first of December. At least they weren't doing it before December. And all right, here's the produce department right here in the front. You know, one of the things I noticed was these caramel apples, and I've got a story about this lady who used to buy Fuji apples from me, I would have these gigantic 32 count, 36 count Fuji apples, huge, huge. And a lady would come in and she'd buy them and she would dip them in chocolate, dip them in caramel, dip them in chocolate again, dip them in caramel, and then dip them in chocolate and put them in a box and sell them. Sometimes you sprinkle them with things and they have these apples here in Lunardi's here in the produce department These things make a fantastic gift and a great dessert if you want something light chocolatey and caramelly but not overbearingly Because you get the juiciness and the sweetness and the fiber of the fruit as well So we see those now here's a section that you don't see a lot in the grocery stores anymore and Lunardi's here has gone all out. They've got a full-blown nut display. Now, what I mean by that is you can buy, you can buy filberts or hazelnuts. These are all in the shell. Almonds, Brazil nuts, walnuts, pecans, everything here in the shell. But if you don't want to do the work, they have the same nuts already shelled in beautiful clamshell containers. They have the trays here of dried fruit with dried pineapples and cherries and apricots and kiwis and dates. Very, very beautiful. The dried cherries, the green and the red that you would, I think they're candied. I I never know how they did this, but my mother used to take them, roll this really nice dough around them that she would make and bake them in the oven for not very long, and uh, we call them almond Christmas balls because they had almond as well. Figs, fresh figs. Now, they're not going to be the best in the world right now, but they are here at Lenardi's. Broccolini and also Broccoli Rob. But what really caught my eye was, oh, and of course the baby sweet broccoli, which is also broccolini, but it's the lakeside organic version of it. What caught my eye here is the Cardone. Now, the Cardone is a A relative of the artichoke it's in the artichoke family and you don't eat the you don't eat the buds on this thing what you eat is you eat the stalks it looks like a giant overgrown celery but man oh man is it flavorful it's a great holiday item as well and when I was a kid working at the produce market here in town the old man he was Italian and he had all the Italian customers coming in and we would sell five or six cases of Cardone every single day through the holidays it was amazing Now, I did put Cardone in my turkey soup, but there's very detailed methods of how you would prepare this. And this is probably why it doesn't sell as crazy as it used to. But this place is called Lunardi, so what do you expect? Now this is Joe's Premium, which is a big label in the, the produce industry. And w- what you got to do is you have to you have to destring it. You have to cook it down quite a bit. But once you do, and you let it drain in the whole bit, then you can take it. I used to have old ladies that would bring it into me at the store, breaded and fried, and it tastes like artichokes oh my goodness is cardone folks if you can find it in your store and you've got the time and you want to get in the kitchen and do something really cool buy the cardone you got to look it up online look at five or six different recipes and ways to prepare it and i'm guarantee you're gonna love it chestnuts italian chestnuts still with us so anyway there's a whole lot here in the produce department but i thought i'd walk through and mention some of the things we're going to talk about pomegranates when we come back from this break don't go away Welcome to Equifruit, an importer and marketer of fresh bananas. Equifruit is committed to 100% fair trade, which means no crummy wages, super safe working conditions and nothing but love for the ladies. Driving innovation through impossible to ignore merchandising, Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by OIHE Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's a buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please let's catch this buck naked onion. All right, folks, welcome back to Fresh from the Field Fridays on this lovely, lovely Friday in December. Dan the Produce Man here, and we have a caller on the line. Let's see who this is. It's Danielle. What's your question, Danielle? What's your question? I have a question. What's what's good and ripe today? I, I was delivering mail across Alameda, and my coworkers and I noticed that the persimmons are gone. The apples are almost gone, but the citrus is just abundant on the trees. There you go. That's exactly it. The citrus is abundant on the trees. Apples mostly have been picked and packed. Of course, certain varieties aren't. The persimmons are done early this year. And yes, it is full-blown citrus season, and we're going to talk about that next week. So you will see citrus all over the trees on your mail route. You got that? I got that. Excellent. All right. I look forward to it. <laughs> I, I hope that helps you. It certainly does. Okay. Thank you for your call. Appreciate that. And uh, enjoy delivering mail. It was a pretty rainy day in the Bay Area. So delivering mail is... Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be doing it. All right. Pomegranates. Now, I've got this book called A Fruta Della Terra. And it states in this book... This is from... 1987 so it's not that long ago in the produce world is what I mean the pomegranate is undoubtedly known to many people who have perhaps tasted it if only out of curiosity at least once it's used in a lot of religious ceremonies and in rites over the years and amongst the Phoenicians and the Greeks and the Romans but it's very interesting that this book says and this is from 1987 Today it is grown more as an ornamental plant than as a fruit tree, although fruits have a pleasant, pleasantly acid taste and can be eaten fresh. <laughs> well, 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 let's fast forward to today, because the company Wonderful, or Palm, has planted so many pomegranate trees in California. Pomegranates with their, and I have another book here, this book is called, uh, pomegranate, the most medicinal fruit. What year is this? It's more modern, uh, obviously, uh, 2007. So obviously between 1987 and 2007 and now the many health benefits of pomegranates has been studied and promoted and discovered. The pomegranate is so full of antioxidants that we should be eating them every day. And the good thing about it is that they discovered controlled atmosphere for pomegranates, so similar to apples where you put apples in controlled atmosphere and then you get to dole them out the rest of the year. They do the same with pomegranates and the arils, the pomegranate arils. A lot of folks like to buy those. They come in little cups in the stores, bigger cups in food service type stores or cash and carries. We would have to do a series of podcasts on the health benefits of pomegranates, but I mean they're great for menopausal issues. They're great for uh, men's health issues as well. Great in all kinds of different cancer preventions. They've got allagic acid, blood flow. You know, resveratrol is one of the one of the antioxidants in pomegranates. And I would just say that you know, just look it up. Look up all the health benefits or order this book. It's not a big book. It's like a $12 book and it's called pomegranate the most medicinal fruit by Robert a Newman PhD and Ephraim P Lansky MD and with Melissa Lynn Block as well. So anyway, pomegranates, they start in September. They end at the end of the year, mostly for fresh, but we get them out of controlled atmosphere and imports. Now dig this, imports come to us from the Southern Hemisphere in our off season and the arrows its available all year long. So there's no excuse not to eat or drink pomegranate, arrows or pomegranate juice now the caller said we're in citrus season we're gonna get into that a little bit later on with some blood oranges and some satsumas and tangelos and things but fast-forwarding from that book from 1987 this is from the dole the dole nutrition handbook what to eat and how to live longer healthier life this was sent to me by dole several years ago let's see what year is this book 2010 So yeah, that that is several years ago. But in here, it says UCLA researchers found that drinking 8 ounces of pomegranate juice a day significantly reduces the levels of prostate-specific antigen in men following surgery or radiation treatment for prostate cancer. Another UCLA study suggests that the consumption of a pomegranate extract may enhance protection of regular sunscreen up to 23%. Oh wow, that's a trip. And application of the pomegranate. pomegranate extract has been found to inhibit the development of skin cancer in mice. You know, I'm half Armenian, so I've got uh, some Armenian descent in me, and (laughs) the pomegranate, Pomegranate. I think it's a pomegranate, but palm meaning apple, granate meaning grand or big or vast or many. What it boils down to, it means many seeded apple. And in Armenia, a wedding tradition is to present the bride with a pomegranate, which has the many seeds and it represents fertility and many children. So according to Armenian legend, there's 365 seeds in a pomegranate that represents each day of the year. So what she does, the bride, is she takes the pomegranate and she winds up a fastball right against the wall and smashes it. And however many seeds come out and land on the ground, well, that's how many kids she's going to have. So... Uh, could be a lot, but anyway, uh, it's kind of a cool tradition. I'm not going to count the seeds in a pomegranate anytime soon, so you're just going to have to trust me on that. And that's actually taken from an article I wrote, oh, pff, sheesh, uh, in 2003 for a local magazine, and then I revised it in 2015. You can find it on my Tumblr page called Dan the Produce Man. All right, folks, I'm a gomp key, persimmons. As you heard, the caller said there's no more on the trees. She's walks a mail route every day and sees all the different fruit trees just around town in people's yards. But um, the persimmons, they have wrapped it up early this year. I don't think we'll have them till the end of the year like we do every year. Sure, there'll be stored stuff. It'll be soft. But it's okay. Just remember, any variety of persimmon, if it gets soft, you can still use it like you would use the hachia. But the spotlight here is the amagaki, also known as a cinnamon persimmon, which looks like a cross between a fuyu and a hachia, but it's lighter in color. Absolutely. Absolutely delicious. You cut that bad boy open, it's got these brown speckles inside. Absolutely gorgeous. And they look like cinnamon. That's why it's called cinnamon persimmon. But Amagaki is the variety of of the cinnamon persimmon. All right, folks, I think we're going to wrap that up. Oh, real quick, maccoon apples too. I got macoon apples. And if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that the maccoon is one of the great grandparents of our beloved Honeycrisp Apples. All right, folks, be sure to tune in to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly every Monday, as well as the produce industry show on YouTube. And he's been putting a lot of stuff up there lately, so check it out. He had a great trip down there to Central America. Or no, down to the Dominican Republic is where he went. And so a lot of video is coming out of that trip. Also, the produce industry app. Put that on your phone, put that on your tablet. It's a great resource to have. Go to the Apple store or the Google Play Store and get the app today. On Monday, Patrick will have William Goldfield from Dole Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Company. So that'll be very interesting. Don't miss that. And next Friday, I will have Joe Watson will be with us, and he is a longtime produce veteran, and he will be joining us as well next Friday. Be sure to check out my YouTube and Rumble channels called Dan the Produce Man, and all my social media can be found at dantheproduceman.com. Until next week, this is Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh you've been listening to fresh from the field fridays with dan the produce man be sure to subscribe on itunes or anchor to get fresh weekly episodes for more please follow us on instagram and facebook at the produce industry podcast and at dan the produce man until next time see you in the fields or on the horizon